Hi guys, this is Fatal Tales. I'm Katie. And I'm Azra. And today's gonna be a super fun Tiny Tales episode. It's gonna be a little bit different this time than Azra's. We're trying to do something a little bit lighter on this case rather than murder and child murder. And yeah, so hopefully this one's a little bit lighter. But if you're not into like ghost stories or spooky stories, maybe skip out on this one. This is definitely a ghost story. Will be a little bit spooky. But yeah, I guess I'll go ahead and just get into it. So this case is often called Dear David. The way that this started is a man named Adam Ellis started tweeting pieces of a story about a haunting that supposedly happened to him in 2017. Now, a couple things to note about Adam Ellis before I start, just so that you guys kind of have a context for who this guy is. He is an illustrator and a graphic designer, so he does a lot of drawing. He's also kind of a very creative guy. He's a BuzzFeed contributor. He has ran several blogs, has kind of done a lot of writing and things like that, and he also wrote a book about his life. So this is a creative guy who does a lot of writing, and it's entirely possible that this is not true, but it's also entirely possible that it is true. And I'm gonna pretend that I think that it is because that's more fun. Wait, is this a guy who had that article about this and he said that it was like a little boy that was haunting him that had like a dent in his head or something? Yeah. No thanks. No? No. No. Do you want, do you want me to stop? You know, it's fine, we've already started. But if any listeners don't like ghost stories, don't listen to this, because I fucking hate ghost stories and I can't get out of it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I love you, babe. I love you, too. I did warn you that this is what it was. It was a Twitter thread about a guy who said he was haunted. I know, but I just, I didn't realize that it was a Twitter thread, because I had originally read about it in, like, an article or something. I... I, it just did not connect with me that it was that it was this shit. Azra I, fucking hates ghosts. Like, I do. hates them. Which is valid because, you know, ghosts are fucking scary. Also, my um, house is fucking haunted. I so. personally believe that this is probably made up. Yeah, it might be made up. Am I getting spooked already? I absolutely am. <laughs> am is it because I'm a scaredy cat? It, yes, it is. Is it because my house is fucking haunted? maybe I'm you've so been sorry. in my house you know what's haunted you know my parents room is fucking creepy as shit i know i'm sorry babe That's well, okay. here i did warn you that this is what i was doing i asked if it was okay i'm very sorry no no it's fine just keep okay. going <laughs> okay so just i guess that was the context that you guys need adam is a creative guy it's entirely possible that this is made up take everything with a grain of salt but also prepare to get spooked. So on August 7th, 2017, Adam first tweeted, so my apartment is currently being haunted by the ghost of a dead child and he's trying to kill me. That's super fun. Yeah. So he goes, he started appearing in dreams, but I think he's crossed over into the real world now. Again, very fun. Um, So he says, the first time I saw him, I was experiencing sleep paralysis and saw a child sitting in the green rocking chair at the foot of my bed. He had a huge misshapen head that was dented on one side. I did my best to draw it. We'll attach this picture to the Instagram. It's creepy. Maybe he was just having, like, sleep paralysis or something. 
So that's what I thought at first, and that's kind of what you think at first. But then the more he goes on and on, it gets creepier. Just wait. But I guess although sleep paralysis, don't they say like every face you ever dream of is a face you'd have to have seen before? That's technically true. Yeah, you're right. And I don't know that you would forget a kid with a dent in his head. That makes me horrified thinking about my sleep paralysis. I don't know how much I believe that, though. I think that that might be old dream science that's not necessarily 100% true anymore. I don't know. Well, I'm just going to tell myself it is. Okay. Anyway, so he says, For a while he just stared at me, but then he got out of the chair and started shambling toward the bed. I couldn't move because I was paralyzed. I have sleep paralysis fairly often. Right before he reached my bed, I woke up screaming. I had another dream a few nights later where I was in a library and a girl came up to me and said, you've seen Dear David, haven't you? I was like, who? And she said, Dear David, you saw him. She continued, he's dead. He only appears at midnight and you can ask him two questions if you say Dear David first. Then she added, but never try to ask him a third question or he'll kill you. Um, I was- (laughs) I'd be like, Dear David, could you kindly get the fuck out of my house? Yeah, and Adam is pretty, uh, he's pretty not thrilled. He says, I was very shaken. Having two dreams about the same thing is pretty weird. Anyway, a couple weeks passed without incident. Then David came back in another dream. Same situation. I was in bed and he was sitting on the rocking chair near the window, staring at me. In the dream, I say, dear David, how did you die? He mumbles, an accident in a store. I say, dear David, what happened in the store? He groans. A shelf was pushed on my head. I'm frozen with fear. I ask, who pushed the shelf? David doesn't answer. I realize that I've asked a third question, which I'm not supposed to do. At that point, I wake up absolutely terrified. The next couple of days, I Google deaths in the city, but can't find anything about a kid named David dying in a store. I even try different names. Daniel, Dylan, Devin, nothing. A few weeks go by without incident. Sort of randomly, the apartment above mine is vacated, and I have the opportunity to move into it. It's a larger apartment, so I'm thrilled. Another month or two goes by, and I sort of forget about Dear David. I think he lost track of me because I moved upstairs. But lately, something strange is happening. For the past four nights, my cats gather at the front door at exactly midnight and just stare at it, almost like something is on the other side. Uh, we don't like that at all. I'll upload pictures, a couple of the pictures of his cats standing in front of the door. And it looks like they're, like, looking under the crack in the door, and they're just, like, staring out into the hallway very intently. Like, they're very much looking at something. Like, you know, like, how cats, like, lay down and kind of, like, look? That's how they do- that's Mm -hmm. what they're doing. Weird. There are lots of explanations for that. Cats are fucking weird. But, I mean, we'll go on. So, last night, I got a weird feeling and looked out the peephole, and I'm dead certain I saw movement on the other side. When I opened the door and turned on the hall light, nothing was there, but my cat seemed unnerved. Bushy tails, etc. Dear David found me, I think. I don't know what to do. I'll keep you updated. So, on August 8th, 2017, so the next day, he tweets, Update. For the sixth night in a row, my cat has walked over to the door, promptly at midnight, and stared at it. He has a picture of his cat just staring at the door. So the first picture, like they're looking under the crack in the door. This one, the cat's just staring at the door handle like it's expecting somebody to open the door. Like the way that animals do when there's sounds on the other side of the door and they're like ready for somebody to like come in, you know? Right. But he doesn't report any sounds. Nobody's supposed supposedly coming in. And then he like has a clock in his hand and it's like maybe like 12.01. So 
right at midnight. And then he posts a short video and he says, what is going on? And his cat's just like staring at the fucking door. And he said, okay, I took a photo through the peephole because I'm too scared to open the door. I feel like I saw something. I couldn't tell, so I mustered the courage to open the door. Nothing was out there, but I took another photo. Look at this. So the pictures are kind of obscured. And like, obviously taking a picture through a peephole is not the best way to deal with it, you know? The peephole itself could have something on it. It could be obscured. But there's a picture, and in the peephole, there's like this dark shadow kind of on the stairs. And when he opens up the door, the shadow's not there. Like, there's a separate shadow from where the normal shadow falls in the picture. And he tweets, Is it just me, or is there something in the first photo right where the banister meets the shelves hiding on the stairs? And, I mean, like I said, it could be just something on the peephole itself, but you definitely can see something. And then he tweets, I wasn't sure if it was a smudge or something, so I took a second photo from inside. There was something out there. When you look at the smudge through the people, it doesn't look the same as the first time. Like, what do you mean? Like, there's smudging, but it's not in the same place. Uh, so it's, like, moved? Yeah, like, the angle's different, maybe. It's hard to tell. <laughs> I don't want to be, like, <laughs> definitively, there was something there. It's a shadow, ooh. But I also don't want to be, like, eh, there's nothing there. It's hard to prove. Like, right. You know? Yeah. Okay. We'll post a good sampling of the pictures so you can see what, kind of what we're talking about. So he says, I deadbolted the lock and got in bed because I don't know what else to do. I can still hear my cat meowing at the door. All I'm gonna say is animals be knowing. You're goddamn right. That's the <laughs> thing. They say that, like, animals and kids are better at, like, noticing things, and I think that's totally true. I supposedly have seen some ghosty shit myself when I was a kid, but I don't remember any of it. My mom just tells me about it. But yeah, kids kids know. Yeah, hell yeah they do. Cats kids also animals, know. Yeah. Why do you think in horror movies, like it's an overused trope, but I think it's used for a reason. Definitely. And I also think there's something to be said about like kids, they don't know what's imaginary and what's real yet. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you tell them that snitches exist and you tell them that you're, you know, you've got to go hunt for them, like, they'll go for a snitch hunt and they'll think that they found them and you're like, it's a bug. You know what I mean? But, like, kids don't necessarily have, like, firm boundaries between reality and imaginary yet. And some scientists say that that's why kids are more likely to see ghosts and things. But with animals, they don't imagine things. No, it's really interesting. Like, I guess we don't know why they can, but they definitely can. So at this point, Adam decides he's going to try a sleep talking app that, like, records when you sleep talk. So he says, I'm heading to bed, but the cats are back at the door. Wait, sorry. I'm going to interrupt you for a second. So he's going to record himself, like, and do an audio recording while he sleeps? Yeah, so, but he's not recording the whole night. It's, like, an app that specifically only records when it hears you talking. It's, like, for people who sleep talk to hear what they say. Hmm. I feel like if you're dealing with ghosts or anything like that, or you think you might have ghosts, (laughs) don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, (laughs) no one ever said Adam was smart. (laughs) I, like, even if you don't, like... I don't know. What if you find... What if you see something you really don't want to fucking see, man? I mean, it re- it only records audio. It doesn't record video. True, but what if you hear something you really don't want to hear? I like, mean, you're right. Fucking hell. 
I, I just be, would be like, I don't want to hear what happens while I sleep at night. I'm fine. Thank you very much. From what I can tell, this was a terrible idea for Adam. I feel like every time I've ever, like, heard of a haunting or anything like that, if you start recording it or, like, giving it attention, mm-hmm. that's when it gets worse. So. Exactly. Exactly. And I feel like this guy, he's recording it or whatever. I feel like that's just asking for bad shit to happen. Yeah. Adam on August 9th says, I'm heading to bed, but the cats are at the back door. They only do this in the middle of the night. It's routine now. And then he says, and here we go, just minutes before midnight. And his cat's there, sitting by the front door again, meowing. And he says, Maxwell is extra talkative tonight. He's obviously trying to tell me something. And then he takes salt like normal fucking table salt and he just like pours like a little like trail in front of his doorway like supernatural yeah but like not a circle he just like just in front of the door (laughs) (laughs) like like not in a ring around his bed or like just like in front of the door like you know supernatural thing can only come through the doorway right right So then he says, I used a sound app to record my apartment last night. It makes individual recordings each time it hears something. There were 33 recordings. Most of them are pretty vague. A couple of them are passing cars and the like, but there are three that I'm interested in. The first is a snapping sound and what seems like a single step. It's odd because I didn't get out of bed all night. Should I play the sound so that you can hear it? Yeah, you could play it. He has cats, right? Yeah. So, couldn't they have made that single step? But not a snapping sound. And plus, like, I feel like there's a difference between a cat stepping and a person stepping. True. It could also be, like, the floor settling. Yeah. I don't know. Like, there's lots of things that could make sounds like that. To me, personally, that didn't sound like much. Like, if it was a series of footsteps, I'd give it more credit. Yeah, that's fair. But it just, it's one sound, one snap. I feel like that can be attributed to so many different things. Like, if you're living in an apartment building. Or even if you're living in a house. Like, places make sounds. It's normal. Like, if it's a series of sounds that's happening over and over and over again. Right. Like, it's a pattern. Right. There is um, one recording that he says, this one is weird because out of 33 recordings, this is the only one that has a strange electric sound throughout. And then this directly follows the electric static. Another snap, and then I groan in my sleep. So Mm -hmm. he's got kind of like electric static, and then he groans. So I'm going to play that sound for you just so that you can hear it. So I did hear that staticky noise, but mm-hmm. to me, honestly, it sounded a little bit like he had a fan on. <laughs> like but, it was playing a little bit of white noise. But he says that he didn't have anything on. He says that none of the other audios pick up that static. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm feeling a little bit specti- skeptical. Skeptical of these audio recordings and i don't know why i think it's because there's really not much in them that's fair i mean i think that it's fair to be skeptical like i said i'm skeptical of his whole thread so Mm -hmm. i'm not saying one way or another i just think it's interesting 
yeah it, it definitely is interesting but i'm just saying like if we're being skeptical of the whole thread we could definitely say that for that one audio recording he could have turned like a a fan on to have that staticky sound like for that white noise effect right and ultimately right there's a certain amount of taking him at his word here it's not hard to get somebody to walk up to your apartment and take pictures of your cats like exactly exactly so anyway he says these happened between 2 and 3 a.m i have no explanation for them i'll keep recording and share if i find anything curious and then he tweets so a weird thing just happened take it with a grain of salt i bought a polaroid camera this weekend because they're fun and dorky I decided to take a few po- photos around my apartment. I didn't expect to find anything, and for the most part, I didn't. I took a couple pictures of my living room and bedroom. Then I went into the hallway and snapped a photo. The Polaroid developed completely black. And it, like, the picture, you can see it on our Instagram. We'll post this one for sure. It's 100% like blacked out. There's not any light in the picture, just black. He says, I even ripped open and destroyed a fresh pack to see if it was just an undeveloped Polaroid but they start out white. It's weird. And then he was like, I also thought maybe I accidentally covered the lens with my finger. So I took a photo while intentionally covering it. And in the picture that he covered with his finger, there's like little pieces of light, like little tiny, just like flecks of like gray area or white, you know, like what happens when you cover a thing with your finger. It doesn't get a hundred percent dark. Right. Right. There's like red or whatever. Right. The one that's next to it, the one that's supposedly of his hallway, is completely black. No light at all. Like, just jet black. Weird. Yeah. Even he says, so this could be nothing. I'm not sure what to make of it. So, ultimately, the audio, the photos, is it proof? Is it not proof? He tells a cute little story about a boy who he sees at the edge of his bed. Like, you know, but all of it together... It's starting to kind of make a trajectory, you know? Right. So he takes a video of himself taking pictures of the living room in the hallway. And in the videos, like, you can see him taking the picture and then, like, it's starting to develop because they're Polaroids. And he takes the picture of his hallway and it develops 100% black again. Okay. So something weird is happening. Right. And this is the same hallway out in front of his apartment where he saw like the blur before okay so that's kind of the hot spot then yeah it seems like there's some shit going on do you want me to send you the videos uh nope okay so he says honestly i don't know why i'm still fucking around with this camera there might be a logical explanation someone told me to take photos from farther away so i tried that one with my iphone and once with the polaroid so when he takes the picture with his iPhone, you can like see out the hallway, you can see everything. And then on the right, he has the Polaroid. And for some unknown reason, the hallway develops pitch black, but you can see the interior of his apartment. Weird. That's fucking weird. Why is his iPhone able to like pick up the hallway, you know? Just weird. That is really weird. So he also sages his apartment because people had been telling him to, which is very good. He sages his rocking chair and the hallway. Um, uh, yeah, good idea, bro. <laughs> he said, honestly, sage doesn't seem like it'll help much, but I'm open to anything. I barely slept last night. And he says, I kept waking up feeling like something was wrong, but who knows, maybe this will do something. And then he tweets, sage did not work. Oh, maybe you waited a little too long. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was so sassy. <laughs> I'm not feeling well, and I don't have time for this man and his bullshit. <laughs> oh my god. So then he tweets, I haven't dreamed about David in a few months, but he appeared again last night. In the dream, my bedroom was filled with hazy smoke, but I could see David in the chair across the room. He was smaller this time, almost shrunken. He didn't do or say anything except look at me. Anyway, it feels like a bad omen. Then he said, it's been two weeks and he still does this every night at midnight. Other weird stuff has been happening too. I've been recording myself sleeping and it picks up this weird static electricity sound every night at 3 a.m. It lasts about five minutes. Okay, that's a little bit weird. And like 3 a.m. is the witching hour, right? Like that's like- It is, yeah. Bad news bears. Bad, yeah. Bad news bears. (laughs) Fucking hate myself. That's okay. So then he says, This morning I woke up to the whole house shaking. It felt like a small earthquake. I debated even mentioning that on Twitter because it sounds made up, but I distinctly felt the house swaying. He's right when he said that it sounds made up. He says, it's just a whole bunch of small things happening at once. I feel so uneasy, like right before a thunderstorm comes. Everyone is telling me to move, but I don't have any guarantee that this won't follow me. I mean, didn't he already move once? Like, he went upstairs, like, and as as he's saying, it followed him, so. But it only followed him a flight of stairs, right? Right. It's not far that he moved. He's still the same building, but. Mm Mm-hmm. Then he tweeted, On Friday night, there was supposed to be a huge storm. In the end, it passed, but that night was bizarre anyway. I fell asleep pretty early. I was incredibly tired for some reason. I had a dream that night where David was dragging me by the arm through an old abandoned warehouse. I'm not sure why I didn't fight back in the dream or how he was strong enough to pull me, but that's dream logic for you. It was a creepy dream, but I didn't think much of it. When I woke up, I took a shower, and then I noticed something. I'd woken up with a huge bruise on my arm. Now, he takes a picture of his arm, and there's, like, definitely a bruise, like, on his wrist. See, you've just crossed the realm from ghost to demon when you get to fucking bruises on your arm. Yeah. And then he says, now look, maybe I injured myself the day before, and my arm was hurting during the night, which manifested as a dream. There could be a totally logical explanation for it. So, I brushed it off. I went to get coffee, which I do every weekend. When I walk to the coffee place, I always pass a food cart repair depot. It's always incredibly busy, especially on the weekends. But today, it was completely abandoned. The whole warehouse was gutted and empty. Well, almost empty. I went inside to look around because I was astonished that this place was suddenly empty after all these years. Basically, the only thing in the entire warehouse was a single green chair. (laughs) If you recall, David first appeared in my green rocking chair. Now, interesting, but the green chair, it's not the same style of chair. It doesn't really look anything like the rocking chair. Could be coincidence, 100%, right? He says, on my way back from coffee, the warehouse had been shuttered. It's remained shuttered since. The chair, my bruise, dreaming about an empty warehouse and then passing by one, it gave me the creeps. Needless to say, I didn't sleep much that night. Too many strange things are happening, and more frequently. So I don't know. Anyway, it was a strange weekend. There have been a few small developments in my apartment, but I'm not really sure what to make of them. I just know I'm scared. If you recall, my cats usually gather at the door at midnight, but lately it's been getting earlier and earlier every night. I was almost used to the routine, so when they started to cry at the door closer to 10 p.m., I was confused. They began a new routine. 
hover around the door at 10 p.m., cry for about 15 minutes, then wander off as if nothing's wrong. But this week, something else has been happening. Shortly after the usual cat stuff, around 10.30 or so, I start getting phone calls from an unmarked number. My entire call history for the past week looks like this. You'll notice that I answered once, yesterday. So, and he's got like a picture of like, no caller ID, no caller ID, no caller ID. And it's like multiple, like four calls in one day, and then like two from the day before that. Okay, so what happened when he answered? So he says, since this has been happening for days on end, I thought it might be an automated telemarketer or something. Usually if it's an automated thing, if you answer once, they quit calling, so I picked up. I didn't say anything, I just listened and waited for some automated message to chime in. Instead, what I heard on the other end was a peculiar electrical static sound, very similar to the static my sleep app picks up at night. After about a minute, the static stopped, and there was silence. I kept listening, I heard what I thought was breathing, but it was so faint, I can't be sure. My heart was racing, so it was hard to hear. Then, just as I was about to hang up, I heard a very small voice whisper, Hello? Something about the way they said hello freaked me out. It wasn't a question or a greeting. Just hello, a flat statement. So quiet I could barely hear it. I panicked and hung up. I didn't know what else to do. I closed all the curtains in my apartment and turned on every single light. I watched TV until dawn because I was too scared to go to sleep. I sort of feel like I'm losing my mind. If I look at each individual incident on its own, there are perfectly logical explanations for everything. But after three weeks of weird shit happening, I don't know how to make sense of it all. The only thing I feel like I can do right now is write everything down, so that's what I'm doing, and that's what I'll keep doing. I moved the green chair out of the bedroom weeks ago. It's been in various parts of the living room ever since. I would have gotten rid of it. He, he says, I should probably get rid of it, but I'm not sure that would have any effect. Also, I'm going on vacation to Japan in three weeks, and I keep thinking that if I can make it to my trip, this will all end, as dumb as that sounds. David lost track of me once when I moved, so maybe if he believes I've left the apartment again, he'll leave me alone. Anyway, last week I bought a pet monitoring camera so I can keep an eye on the cats while I'm overseas. It's basically a nanny cam that connects to the Wi-Fi so you can check in whenever you want. It also alerts you to sound and movement via an app. In any event, I decided to test it out this weekend. I was away from home one night, so I set up the camera before I left. My phone pinged periodically throughout the evening, alerting me to the cats running around and playing. Normal stuff. Then around 11, it alerted me again that it detected motion, but when I checked the feed of my apartment, I didn't see anything. So I watched the feed again, still nothing. I watched it a third time and finally noticed something. Watch the chair. It's like video of the chair just like starting to rock on its own. No cat playing in it. No cat playing near it. No cats in the video at all. Well, (laughs) I fucking hate that. Thank you very much. Yeah. (laughs) And then it just stops. So basically, it was a paranormal activity movie. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So then he goes, I knew it couldn't be the wind because I haven't had the windows open at all this summer. I have AC and like to keep it chilly. It was unnerving, but there wasn't anything I could do about it right then, so I flipped my phone off and tried not to panic. About half an hour later, I got another motion alert. So, in the video, a turtle shell that was hung on the wall just falls off the wall on its own. Since I've been back home, I've been too nervous to turn the camera back on, and today's been pretty quiet. That said, I feel really uneasy. I put the chair in the hall. I hope nothing else happens tonight. Then on September 5th, he tweets, It's happening again. I've been leaving the nanny cam on 24-7. It records every time there's movement or sound, as you know. I was going over the feed from this weekend and noticed some weird stuff. 
During the night on Saturday while I slept, it recorded the cats in the living room. It seemed pretty unremarkable at first, but then after a few moments, Maxwell freaks out and jumps over something invisible. I don't think it was a bug or anything. Maxwell doesn't react like that with bugs. He just eats them. Something spooked him. What's more, I almost never get bugs. I've seen maybe three in all the years I've lived here. Anyway, the next night, the camera recorded a couple more strange videos. Specifically, it recorded Maxwell doing this off and on for hours. And so there's like a picture and it's just his cat like sitting up on his back legs with his legs in the air, just like sitting straight up staring at the camera. Okay, weird. He'd, he'd sit up on his hind legs and peer around the room as if looking for something or looking at something. This is odd behavior for him and I can't come up with an explanation for it, especially because of the next video. Here's the vi final video the camera recorded that night. It's his cat like sitting up on his hind legs and then he like is looking specifically, very specifically at something. And then he sits up higher on his hind legs and then he like swats at something. And then he's still just like following it around the room. Like the whole time the cat's just like on a swivel looking around the room. So he's looking at something invisible and he's following it around. Yeah. And it's like kind of weird because it's moving faster and like it's not necessarily like something like it would react maybe if it was watching a person walk across the room type of a deal. And he says, I suppose there's a chance it was a fly, but I honestly never get flies, so that seems unlikely. I just can't shake the feeling that something has made its way into the apartment. It's odd behavior from Maxwell in any event. Things feel off this week. I can't explain it. Then he says on September 16th, I've been having so many nightmares lately. They're way more intense than my usual dreams, too. I don't know if it's because I'm stressed or if it's something else. This afternoon, I took a nap and had a dream I haven't been able to shake. In the dream, I was laying on the bed and rolled over to face the other direction. On the pillow next to me was a severed head with a bloody spine attached, snaking down the bed. The head was staring right at me, somehow still alive. It had this huge smile plastered on its face. Um, what the fuck? Horrified, I screamed, what happened to you? The head smiled even bigger. It feels great, the head groaned. No, it doesn't. No. After that, I woke up. It was dark outside by then. Everything was quiet. Other dreams have been just as strange. Things like dark figures staring in my windows, even though I live on the second floor. Stuff that makes no sense in relation to what I've been experiencing in real life. After that dream about the head, I've been feeling uneasy all night. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I decided to go for a walk, if for no other reason than to get out of my apartment. I went to a bodega a few blocks away to get a snack. On the way, I had to pass the warehouse that was boarded up a few weeks ago. I hurried past it since it freaks me out now. At the bodega, I got some Doritos and a seltzer, then my, made my way back home. When I passed the warehouse a second time, I heard a dull thunk from the other side of the shutters. I froze in place, but there was no other sound after that. I probably should have just continued on, but curiosity got the better of me. There was a grated window next to the doors about a foot above my head, too high to see into. So I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to hold my phone up to the window, take one photo, then run for my life. I almost thought I saw movement when the flash went off, but couldn't be certain. The light bounced off the grates and was pretty blinding. I couldn't even look at the photo. I just ran all the way home. When I finally did look at the photo, here's what I saw. It seemed to be a different part of the warehouse, maybe an office. Then I noticed something in the upper right corner, something that looked like a face. I'm not going to look too closely at the picture because I'm starting to get freaked out. We'll put it on the Instagram. Y'all can look at it. This Have is fun. freaky, yeah. <laughs> 
The more I, don't I stared see at any of these pictures, I refuse to look. Then he says, the more I stared at it, the more it started to look like a nondescript blur. Now I can't even be sure what I'm seeing. Maybe I'm too deep into this and my brain wants to see David when he's not there. The past few days have been fairly quiet. I haven't been spending much time at home. I leave for Japan in a couple hours. I've been trying to avoid anything weird before my trip. I still feel like this all might stop if I just leave for a couple weeks. And then he said, it's my last full day in Japan. The past couple weeks have been pretty peaceful. I have people taking care of the cats and they say they've been doing fine. This morning I went for a long walk around Sapporo. I came across this statue in a park. I couldn't find out any real information about it online, but it was weird and pretty. I was taking pictures of it from different angles since it's cylindrical. I moved it around to one side and almost dropped my phone at what I saw. It felt too familiar to be a coincidence. I felt dizzy staring up at it, this kid with a dented head. I don't know, maybe I'm overreacting, maybe this is nothing. It doesn't feel like nothing. Anyway, I have to pack for my flight home in the morning. It'll be good to see the cats again at least. Then he said, I made it home safely, the cats are fine. Then on October 14th, he tweets, Weird things have been happening with the electricity in my apartment this week. First, two bulbs have burned out in the hallway in less than a week. At this point, I've just left it alone rather than get a ladder again. But the strangest thing has to do with the backlight on my TV. It's an LED strip that plugs into the TV itself via USB. The TV has to be on in order for the backlight to be on. But last night, the backlight was flickering on and off by itself. I noticed it just some time before dawn when I woke up and went into the kitchen to get some water. I'd barely gotten back into bed again when I saw a faint light come on in the living room. After a few seconds, it went dark again. I went back into the living room and stood there watching the backlight go on and off, on and off, for at least a few minutes. It was bizarre. Eventually it stopped, and now the backlight doesn't work at all. It's only a couple months old, so it shouldn't be dead already. Anyway, I couldn't get back to sleep, so I went to the diner near my apartment. When I got back home, the sun was starting to come up, so I figured I might as well shower and go into work early. I showered and brushed my teeth, then headed into the bathroom to get dressed. As I passed the front door, I thought I heard a faint scratching sound from the other side. It was so soft, I wasn't sure it had really happened. I went over to the door, but was too scared to look through the peephole. I couldn't bring myself to actually put my face that close to the sound, so I opted to take a photo through the peephole instead. Since there's a skylight just outside my door, the hall was awash in faint yellow-green light. I snapped a couple photos. At first, the pictures didn't seem like anything, just blurry nothingness. But as I analyzed it and started noticing things, part of a face, an ear, and an eye staring right back at me. I'm just gonna say it. The, like, face in the warehouse looks like this face. Yeah. In the peephole. Oh, God. Okay. Now, maybe he's playing around too much with editing software. Maybe it's all faked. Anyway, so I think maybe it's time to get someone else involved. It's obvious this isn't going to stop until I do. I'm just not sure what it is yet. I'll let you all know when I figure it out. Sorry for the radio silence the past couple weeks. First, I had a friend come over and do some cleansing stuff. She did the whole apartment and hallway. A lot of self-proclaimed professional mediums have reached out, plus a dozen ghost hunter TV shows. I've declined them all because I don't really want strangers in my house sensationalizing what's going on. So instead, I had a friend come over and cleanse the place. And for about a week or so, it seemed like it worked thing is i feel like with things like cleansing you have to keep it up it's not just something that's a one and done personally i feel yeah um like if you're gonna sage your room or sage your house you gotta because you think there's like a ghost or something in there like do it once a week or something for a little while yeah 
So he says, things appeared to go back to normal. The cats weren't gathering at the door anymore. I stopped having dreams. But something else happened last night. It was around 11 or so, and I was watching TV on the couch. I went into the dining room to get a drink from the fridge and noticed both cats sitting by the far window, staring up at it. The window looks out onto the roof of the business next door. I glanced out the window, but didn't see anything. I figured that maybe there was a mouse in the wall or something. I shrugged and grabbed a beer from the fridge. As I went into the kitchen to get the bottle opener, I noticed something. There's a window in the kitchen which looks out onto the same roof, and someone was standing on the roof, staring at me. I immediately ducked down. I reached up and flicked off the light switch. I peered over the window but still couldn't see much. My phone was in my pocket, so I grabbed it and took a photo. It's blurry and dark, but I swear someone was out there. I tried to take a better photo, but the figure had disappeared. I closed all the blinds and made sure the door was locked and then drank like five more beers until I was too drunk to be scared. Fucking valid, dude. (laughs) But now I feel like I'm back at square one. I'm sure it was him. He's not going away. I don't know what to do. It's been about four months since the first time I dreamed of David. This might be long, but stick with me. Last night I dreamed of him again. It was almost exactly the same as the first time that I saw him. In the dream, I saw him in a chair again. I don't have the green chair in my room anymore. This time it was a recliner I've had for years. He was staring right at me, just like the first time. Again, I felt paralyzed and could barely move. But this time, something was different. I felt more alert. I could move my hands somewhat. David glared at me, and I dreaded what was coming. He was going to get out of the chair and come toward me like before. I had to do something. I kept my phone next to me on the bed and somehow managed to get a hold of it. I thought, if David is going to kill me, maybe I can at least get evidence on my phone. I started snapping pictures in the dark. Sure enough, he crawled down off the chair and began shuffling toward me. He moved slowly like it was a struggle for him. I felt terrified but kept taking photos. David limped closer toward me, never taking his eyes off me. Soon I was face to face with him. He started muttering something too quiet for me to understand. I watched as his eyes rolled back in his head until they were all white. I tried to writhe away from him, but I could barely move. I stared in horror as he began crawling up onto my bed, still murmuring something. And that's when I woke up, same as before. Broad daylight, no trace of David anywhere. It's almost routine now, but it was a dream after all, so I got up and went to work, and after a while, the stress of the dream melted away. That was horrifying to hear. Yeah, not fun at all. That just stressed me out so bad. This whole story is unpleasant. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I wasn't even going to write about this since it wouldn't really be new information, but tonight I noticed something that petrified me. I went into my phone to find a picture from a couple days ago and saw dozens of pitch black photos in my camera roll. All from last night. It's better to just show you. Zero out of ten! Zero out of ten! So Zero out of ten. Can you see David really well in those photos because there's no fucking way i'm ever looking at those photos not even to save my goddamn life <laughs> can you see him i would say it's dark i can see him a roughly like about as well as you can see a child in an ultrasound picture okay you can see like outlines and shapes so kind of yes but it's dark So you wouldn't be able to see much more than that anyway. He says, usually I can come up with some excuse for what's happening, but I have no logical explanation for this. So now I'm sitting here on my couch, freaking out. I certainly won't be able to sleep. I just felt like I needed to get this out. So on November 17th, he tweets, for everyone asking, yes, I'm alive. I've been on the quiet side because there's something I'm trying to investigate and I'm not sure how to yet. I'd rather not tweet unless I have something substantial to share. It's also sort of hard to explain the logistics of what I'm trying to find out, but I'll do my best. 
Basically, there's a part of my apartment I'm just now learning about. At least that's what I think. To refresh your memory, I live in a duplex. I used to live on the first floor and now I live on the second floor. It's a long boxy building. There's an old apartment on the bottom and a new apartment on the top. There's a roof that he does not have access to. And then there's like the business that's next door. And he says there's a, the roof where he thinks he saw David. The other week, I was tweeting the most recent update from the living room couch. About 30 seconds after I'd sent the last tweet, I heard a thump directly above my head, as if someone above me had dropped something onto the floor, which is impossible since I'm the top apartment. There's also no way to access the roof. There aren't any ladders on the outside of the building. The only way you'd get on the roof is through a skylight in the hallway. There's no trees in the immediate vicinity either. It definitely wasn't pipes either. It was distinctly the sound of something falling to the floor. My building is old and makes lots of noises, but this was a new sound and it startled me. So I'm thinking, is there some secret crawl space in my home? I look over all my apartment, but I can't figure it out, so I go into the hallway, and that's when something dawns on me. There's no real way to ease into this, so I'll just say it. There's a mysterious hatch in my hallway. I've always known about it, but I assumed it just opened directly onto the roof. It's really high above the stairs, so I always figured it was impossible to access without some sort of fancy professional ladder. I see that hatch every morning when I leave for work and think nothing of it, but this time something dawned on me. It can't lead to the roof because it's actually below the roof. I'm about to spring some simple math on you, so I apologize in advance. First, the skylight is flat with the roof. I checked Google Earth to make sure. The hatch is about three feet below the skylight, meaning there's about three feet of empty space between the two openings. I think maybe the hatch leads to a short ladder going to the roof, but even if that's the case, the hatch is level with all of the ceilings in my apartment. That means there's three feet of empty space all over my apartment. I was ready to explain this away for a few reasons. One, it might just be some sort of insulated space that all residential buildings have. I'm not an architect, so what do I know? Didn't seem rele relevant enough at the time, so I decided I wasn't going to mention it here. But over the past week and a half, I've been hearing more things above me. A few days after the first sound, I heard a similar thump while I was in the kitchen. Then last night, I heard something small clink to the floor and roll about six feet before stopping. Something is going on up there. Maybe it's a raccoon, but maybe it's not. I also can't get over the fact that the hatch is in such a weird and accessible place over the stairs. I need to investigate, I'm just not sure how right now. I guess I'll try to buy a long pole off Amazon to see if the hatch even moves. I'll keep you posted when I figure out how to get up there. Okay, I bought a pole. If the hatch is movable, I'll either shell out for a ladder or call my landlord to investigate. He bought like a 16 foot pole. Okay, a lot has happened in the past week. The noises from the ceiling haven't let up, but the pole I ordered didn't arrive before I had to leave for the holiday, so I didn't actually get it until late Friday night. I planned to investigate the next morning and went to bed. I'd barely fallen asleep when I woke up to an incredibly loud crash above me. It sounded like someone had dropped a bowling ball. I bolted upright in bed and immediately felt strange. There was a weird energy all around me. I can't explain it. After about a, min a minute, I heard another crash. I briefly thought about grabbing my shoes and booking it, but that would mean passing under the hatch, and that seemed like a bad idea. So instead, I just listened and waited, though I'm not sure for what. The crash happened again and again, probably 15 times in a row, followed by a long silence. Then I f heard a smaller, creaky sound from the hallway. In my mind, I registered it as a footstep, but it really could have been anything. I stayed still, but there was no more sounds after that. I lay back down, still tense and nervous, but I must have fallen asleep at some point because I woke up the next morning and everything seemed normal. As I made my way down the stairs, something scrunched under my feet. I looked down and noticed a pile of debris on the stairs directly under the hatch. It looked like dirt, but I couldn't tell for certain. It could have been old plaster or something. 
I glanced up at the hatch and noticed something else peculiar. The edge of something was caught in it, barely poking out. It's hard to see because it's so far up, but I took a photo. I went back upstairs and grabbed the pole. I set my camera on the coat wardrobe at the top of the stairs and hit record, just to make sure it would be caught on video if a demon burst out of the hatch. Oh, something falls out of the hatch. It's like small, but you can't really tell what it is. So he says, I jumped out of the way and practically fell down the stairs trying to dodge whatever it was that fell. At first I thought it was a dead squirrel, which would honestly explain a lot. It hit the steps and bounced down to the first floor. I wasn't even sure what it was. It was dingy and faded black. I picked it up and realized what it was. It was a small leather shoe. It's like ancient. Like a really old leather shoe. Like it's not, it's not modern at all. I hustled back upstairs and texted my landlord. I told him I thought there was something in the crawl space and asked if he could investigate. He said he'd come by with a ladder and check it out. A few hours later, my landlord was on a ladder, shining a flashlight into the crawl space. I stared up at him, half expecting something to grab him and yank him into the darkness. He angled his flashlight all around and finally said, There's nothing up here. But then he was like, Oh wait. I watched as he reached up into the emptiness with his free arm, and when he pulled it back, he had something small and round in his hand. He climbed down the ladder and handed it to me. Again, I wasn't quite sure what I was looking at. It was smooth and shiny, and at first I thought it was an old piece of candy, but it was cold and too heavy to be candy. After a second, I realized it was a marble. It was so worn that it hadn't registered as a marble at first. Its shape was also sort of weird, with a little bump on one end. My landlord seemed unbothered for the most part. Uh, okay, dude. And he told me to call him if I heard anything else. Anyway, now I have a decrepit old shoe and a marble sitting on my dresser. I guess this is the new normal. Sorry for the long break. He tweets on December 12th. I haven't been feeling great the past couple weeks and haven't had time to update. There also wasn't much to say for the most part. I wasn't sleeping well and I was having weird dreams, but they were vague and hard to describe. I'm sleepy all day long and I've been getting sudden bouts of dizziness. I chalked it up to always having earbuds crammed in and made a mental note to get my ears checked. Other than that, things were pretty quiet. I sort of fooled myself into thinking that finding those items in the attic somehow ended all of this. Not that that would make much sense. But last week, something started to happen. Late on Wednesday, I woke up with a start and felt something strange, like something had just been watching me. I turned on the light, but I was alone. Still, there was this tangible feeling of badness. Everything felt wrong, sort of like when you have the flu and you wake up at night and can't really tell where you are for a minute. It was a feeling I'm used to. It always accompanies David. People tweet me a lot saying he might just need help, but I'm certain that's not the case. Every time he shows up, I feel a palpable sense of malice. There's what it felt like at night. Malice. Dread. But still, I was alone. And I was so tired. I wound up just going back to sleep. I've been so exhausted recently, I can barely function. The next night, the same thing happened. I woke up suddenly feeling like I had just missed seeing something, like a candle had just gone out and I could still smell it. I downloaded an app that takes a photo every 60 seconds and set my phone on top of a bookcase. It's almost 7... No, don't do that. <laughs> I love you, babe. <laughs> I love you too, but seriously, this guy is dumb. Don't do that. He's trying to figure out a mystery, babe. He's like no. Scooby-Doo. God, I hate it. <laughs> I downloaded an app that takes a photo every 60 seconds and set my phone on top of a bookcase. It's almost seven feet tall, so it had a pretty good view of my bed and the surrounding room. 
Then I went to sleep. Just like before, I jolted awake hours later, feeling the same unease. I turned on the light and hurried out of the bed to get my phone from the bookcase. There were probably 350 photos to scroll through. The vast majority of them were me sleeping in an empty room. It's sort of dark, but you can see me sleeping. I'd left a couple nightlights on just in case anything showed up, but for the first hundred or so photos, it was just me in an empty room. Then suddenly, oh fuck, then suddenly he was there, standing on a chair at the foot of the bed, staring at me. Now, he is very visible in this photo, and I don't know what to think of that. I don't know if this is doctored. I want to think it's doctored. Because if you it's can in the middle of the night, why would it be so clear? Well, he has, like, so he's got, like, nightlights. It's not, like, bright in the room, but, like, you can okay. see. Okay. And, like, he's got a shadow. Like, mm, okay. Like, it's, like, him standing. Like, it looks like someone standing in the room. Gross. Yeah. In the next photo, from a minute later, he seems to be just staring straight up at the ceiling. Just staring. Then he appears to collapse on the chair. The next dozen photos are all the same. He's completely lifeless. At first I thought he was dead, which obviously doesn't make any sense. I looked over at the chair half expecting him to be there. To still be there, but it was empty. But then in the next photo, he's gone. The room is totally empty again. Maybe he's gone in the next several photos too. I figured maybe that was it, but I kept swiping through the photos. About 15 photos later, he was back standing next to the bed. It was just like the last time I saw him. That's when my heart started to race. I didn't want to look at the rest of the photos, but I knew I had to. I swiped to the next photo and my heart sank into my stomach. He was on the bed, inches from me, staring down at me, sleeping. Okay, yeah, now, now I see. Yep, mm-hmm. Okay. So the next one was worse. In the next photo, he's staring right at the camera. After that, there's seemingly nothing. He disappears again and the rest of the scroll is just me alone in my room again. That is until the last photo. Here's the final photo on the scroll. Okay, just tell me what's in the last photo. (laughs) You can see like a head, but it's like right up against the camera. Like it's like maybe less, much less than a foot away. Um, And so all you can see is like, just like a little bit of hair and an ear. So his tweet says, I'm at a loss for words. That malformed ear, that stringy hair. I didn't even know what to think. I looked all over my room but couldn't find anything, and honestly, I've been so exhausted I didn't know how to process it. Even now, all I want to do is just go to sleep. Man, I would never want to fucking sleep again. <laughs> I That last picture, I'm not, I'm not really happy with it. I'm a little bummed about it, I'm not gonna lie. So on January 2nd, 2018, he tweets, In the morning as I was getting out of the shower, I glanced out the window and noticed tracks behind the garage. I couldn't tell what they were from the bathroom, so I got dressed, put on my coat, and went outside. When I got up close, my heart practically stopped. They weren't tracks, they were footprints. Really small footprints. And that's exactly what they look like. Like, they're like little, small child footprints. And it's kind of deep snow. This isn't really how a kid would walk, I'm gonna be honest. Because the tracks go deep into the snow, and then, like, come out, and then they, like, step to the next one. I feel like most kids would just, like, trek through that and, like, drag their feet. Right. They're, like, really messy. (laughs) Right. And these are very clean. So I don't know. They're too small to be adult footprints. So And there's no tracks next to them. Hmm. Okay. I followed them across the backyard, but they disappeared into the ditch out back. I stood there in the snow not knowing what to do. 
What could I do? Call the cops and tell them I found footprints in the snow? (laughs) The last couple nights, I was too scared to leave my room. If it had been David out there in the snow, it meant that he could follow me anywhere. No matter where I moved, he could find me. I felt helpless. I flew back to New York the day after Christmas. Back in my apartment, it seemed like I was at square one yet again. I've tried everything I can think of. I've staged my apartment. I've hired a medium. Nothing has worked. And worse, I still feel him at night, watching me from different corners of my room, always getting closer and waking up right before something happens. For the past few nights, I've been using that app that takes photos every couple of minutes, but nothing has shown up. For whatever reason, it doesn't seem to work anymore, but I've left it running just in case. It's picked up absolutely nothing, save for one thing from last night. Last night was particularly bad. I felt sick and had nightmares all night. I dreamed that David was hovering in the corner by the ceiling, far off the ground. He was mouthing something, but I couldn't hear any words. Then he was hovering above my bed, staring down at me, his mouth moving faster than it should be. I couldn't move. I could only look up at him. Suddenly, he plummeted downward, and I felt this huge pressure crash into my chest. I woke up gasping, the wind completely knocked out of me. I sat up and looked around frantically, heaving for air, but there was nothing. When I caught my breath, I retrieved my phone from the dresser. The photo roll showed nothing of note, save for the last photo, taken just a moment before. You can see something crashing down onto him. Like, it's blurry. And there's, like, a little hand. Okay. I don't know what to do. I'm at a loss here. I just don't know. Sorry for the long delay. Honestly, I wasn't sure I was going to tweet again. After what happened a couple weeks ago, everything stopped. Well, sort of. I wasn't having dreams anymore, and I was feeling better. I was sleeping through the night again. Actually, I was feeling great. I still do. But things have been kind of weird, too. It's hard to explain. I'll try, but I don't know if any of it makes sense. Basically, as good as things have been feeling for the past couple of weeks, I can't shake the feeling that something is off. Like, I've been sleeping fine and I have lots of energy during the day, but sometimes I seem to sort of lose time, I guess. Like, I'll look up at the clock and realize a whole hour has gone by and I don't remember any of it. Or I'll mishear someone and ask them to repeat what they said, but they'll say they didn't say anything. Little stuff like that. But after what I've been through, that's not a big deal. Despite all that, I felt ready to put it all behind me. So on Sunday, I opened Twitter, intending to update you all that it was over, or at least I thought so. I just wanted things to go back to the way they were, and it seemed like they had. I was writing something to that effect when I noticed I had way more notifications than usual. I swiped to my mentions and saw that everyone was tweeting to me about something I'd posted to my Instagram story the day before, saying they saw something weird. The stories are expired now, but I have screenshots, and I don't know how to explain it. Oh my god, no, there was something in the background wasn't there. Long story short, I went to brunch on Saturday with a friend. I posted a few photos to my story, and they were fairly unremarkable. They're totally boring brunch photos. I posted one more photo of me and my friend before leaving, and that was that. But the next day, I had a zillion messages about the third photo I'd posted. People had taken screenshots and sent them to me. I... It looks weird. And it's like a weird, glitchy picture. His eye is all funny. I don't know how to explain it other than that. It's just super glitchy and weird. I have no no clue what happened. It looked perfectly fine on my phone when I uploaded it. I'd say it was just a glitch, but I can't make sense of what's happening with my face. Maybe I can. I know what it looks like, what it probably is, but I don't know if I care anymore. I really just want things to be normal again and things feel normal enough right now. I don't know. I guess I'll keep you updated if something else happens. Then on January 28th, he posted a video of his cats staring at the door and meowing again. And like his cats like looking around. And then on February 3rd, he tweeted, everything is fine. February 14th, he tweeted, please don't worry about me. I'm okay and everything will be like it was before. March 12th, he tweeted, for everyone asking if I'm alive, I'm doing okay. It's been pretty quiet around here lately and I've been trying to focus on work. 
Of course, I'll keep you updated if anything strange happens, but for now, I'm staying busy with drawing and other projects. And then he never updated again. What? That's yeah. all? That's the end of the story. That's the end of it? Are you kidding me? Yeah. So, um, let's get this right. After forever of this thing fucking bothering him, like, three months, like, he had his first dream, like, three months, and then for, like, a solid month, things just kept progressively getting worse and worse and worse, and then all of a sudden, it looks like David slams into his body, and then he's like, everything's fine, nothing's weird anymore, but I'm losing time, but nothing's weird anymore, and then he puts on his Instagram story something that he didn't even realize was weird, and it's like a super fucking glitchy photo. Like, you know what that sounds like, right? I know what you're talking about. Do I need to say it? Can I say it? Yep, you can say it. Like, it sounds like he's fucking possessed, right? That's what it sounds like. Um, have you looked at this guy's Twitter recently? I mean, he's normal. Like, it's normal. It's just him tweeting. Just normal things. The hell? What the fuck? I think the tweet that bothers me is on February 14th, he's like, Please don't worry about me. I'm okay and everything will be like it was before. Smiley face. That's so weird. What do you mean everything will be like it was before? What the fuck are you talking about? Dude. Zero out of ten. Zero out of ten for the whole thing. Are, is there any other articles that talk about what happened afterwards? Are you sure there's nothing? So there's like a bunch of weird like the sun tweeting or like posting articles like is this proof that dear david's fake is it a hoax but other than that nobody really is like talking about it there's no more updates that's just the end and like he supposedly is getting like a movie deal producers called him and he's gonna be putting out a movie about this so i have some thoughts do you have thoughts do you think this is real? Like I said, I have my sneaking suspicion that it is not real. Now, it could be real. We could believe him. Obviously, he's like somebody who writes and does drawings for a living. He could be making it all up. It does seem weird because a lot of what he does is more like political commentary, like drawings or like different graphic artists comic book type things and like books so it's he's not like a horror writer by any means and it seems like a weird way to like put out a horror story i don't know it just seems weird i'm inclined to believe that maybe he had some sort of sleep paralysis or something where he did see this figure or whatever and he tweeted about it and it ended up getting a lot of attention and he was like, oh shit, this is getting attention. I can get followers from this. And like you said, he is a writer. He does this for a living. And getting Twitter followers is really, like getting a following is really important for what he does. And this was all over the internet when it first happened. Like it was everywhere. Everybody was talking about it. I remember this. I think that maybe he did, like, maybe, like, a handful of what he's talking about did happen. But I feel like maybe some of it was exploited or made to seem over the top. Or he just tweeted out and, you know, wrote a bunch of things to make it seem a lot spookier than it really, really was. 
just to build up that following and gain notoriety and maybe you know like you said those pictures and those videos at the end were kind of really fucking creepy and so obviously those can be faked we don't know if they're fake or if they're real i don't really know about those like he has every reason to fake this right Mm -hmm. he also has no reason to fake this i feel like it's a both and yeah i don't know i really can't say for sure i don't want to really stay for sure i don't feel like it's my place to decide whether you know he's telling the truth or lying if it is fake it's a really well done fake story because it's fucking creepy as shit it's super creepy and like you know the ending is wild the fact that he's just like yeah everything's fine now I mean, if, if this is, hypothetically, if this is a made-up story, his ending, fucking gold. Best (laughs) way you could possibly end it. Oh my god, getting possessed? Insane. Absolutely insane. (laughs) If it's not fake, well, what the fuck are you doing, David? You know what I mean? Like, also, this guy was not being super smart about it from the get-go, like, he was just giving it more and more attention. Yeah, and like blasting blasting it on Twitter for your thousands of followers, maybe not the best idea instead of maybe fucking saging your house in the first place. Right. And I feel like here's the thing, right? Supernatural, like they have this idea of like a monster and I think it's in other cultures, but like the idea is if enough people believe in a thing, the thing comes real. So literally tweeting about it is like the worst possible thing that he could do, especially because he's like works for BuzzFeed, like he's an illustrator, he's got a decent following you know he already had followers before this so you basically are saying here's this have fun with it and then if they do believe it and that particular type of a thing exists where like if you believe in something it becomes real now you fucked yourself you know exactly exactly like you're giving whatever the universe you're giving it energy to do whatever the fuck it wants in your house Good luck with that, bud. Mm-hmm. Crazy story, whether it's fake or if it's real. And I know that we said that this was like a mini, but I f- have a feeling that it's going to be a little longer. So hopefully you guys enjoy this. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Very late. Yeah. If you celebrate Kwanzaa, I hope that you have a very lovely Kwanzaa. Um, and if you celebrate nothing, I hope your December is just wonderful. Yeah, have a fabulous December, and, Hopefully you know... Hopefully enjoyed this not-so-tiny tale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have any other closing thoughts, babe? Nope. I'm ready to sleep. Okay. You want to close this out, then? Sure. So, if you liked it, and you are feeling hella spooked like me, share this episode so everybody else around you can feel scared as well. Give us a five-star rating if you feel like you want to. Follow us on Instagram at Fatal Tales, on Twitter at Fatal Tales Pod. Send us any suggestions you have for future tiny tales or regular episodes at fatal at gmail.com. And that's all. Remember, guys, be gay and don't do crimes. Or at least don't get caught. And just don't try to catch fucking ghosts in your room at night with cameras. That's fucking stupid. Also, like, just don't give it attention. Just, like, literally pretend nothing's happening. Say a little prayer. Do a mantra. Sage your house. Like, figure your shit out. Yeah. Don't put it on Twitter. Don't put up cameras in your house. Don't record it at night. Just fucking ignore it. (laughs) 
Did we learn nothing from paranormal activity? Literally. <laughs> God. Okay. Bye, guys. Have a great one, guys.